Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to One Voice Radio. This is our pilot episode. And we are the broadcast arm of One Voice Magazine. We're so happy that we are on air. With me is Gigi. Hello everyone! It's a beautiful Friday afternoon. Magandang hapon po, Pilipinas. Magandang hapon sa ating mga listeners and viewers. Magandang hapon, Ate Jan. And this is G. Once again, we would like to welcome you to the very first One Voice Radio. Of course, this is in partnership with UCAP Radio. And we hope that you're enjoying your time of the day with us. Okay, fantastic. And uh, you know, I forgot to say my name. I'm Janina. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, yeah, welcome to One Voice Radio. Okay, you can find us on Facebook. This is streaming actually on our Facebook, no? So facebook.com slash One Voice Magazine. You can also find us on Instagram, um, instagram.com slash One Voice Magazine. And mm-hmm. we also have a YouTube account, no? So you can find our archive of videos on youtube.com slash Inc. Okay. And right. of course, we have our website. This is where Yay. we have all our stories in. Yeah. So this is at onevoicemagazine.com. Easy to remember, mm-hmm. no? Yes. Easy to remember. <laughs> you can check out our latest articles there. Marami pong sobrang inspiring at encouraging, transforming um life stories, testimonies, Jen. You, yes. you, are, you are all free to read it. Yes, yeah. yeah. And One Voice Magazine, we we feature stories of hope, unity, and mm-hmm. transformation. So if you are in need of these three kinds of stories, these three kinds of articles, just head on to onevoicemagazine.com. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, you know, this month and um, the next two months, we will be looking at breakthrough. Okay, it's our mm-hmm. big wow. overarching theme in the magazine. And what's wonderful is that uh, we have entered this new season. Huh? I mean, we had we had the quarantine, <laughs> a very, <Yes>. very foreign, <laughs> where we just stayed at home. And in fact, now uh, a lot of us are still staying at home. Um, uh, although there's a, it's GCQ time already. Uh, there's a mm-hmm. there's a bit more freedom, but uh, yeah, uh, many of us have made our workplaces our homes, no? Mm-hmm. Um, just and, like me. And, <laughs> yeah, just like you and me also, you know, because <laughs> I'm a teacher at the side, and so oh. it's been a online online teaching a challenge, but yeah, always something new. Okay, now for today's episode, we will look at finances. So mm-hmm. how can we have breakthrough in our finances, especially in light of what God says? Okay, mm-hmm. that's really, really important. And we always go back to what the Bible says, and we always go back to the character of God. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> let's check out Matthew 6, 26 to 30. Okay. So this is a pretty uh, pretty popular verse, but I believe that this is a good anchor verse, especially before we go to our interviews, because we will have two mm-hmm. interviews. Yes, okay? so um, exciting. Meet them later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, they both have their feet uh, dipped into the waters of uh, finances, so it's good to, to learn from them, to hear from them. Okay, um, we will also look at the story of Rosemary Glenn. 
she has an amazing story. In fact, in onevoicemagazine.com, you will find that we have released already the first two parts of her story. And then the third part will be coming out uh, very, very soon. Um, watch it. Uh, uh, watch for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but we'll also touch on that uh, for this particular radio episode. Okay. So Matthew 6, 26 to 30, uh, it reads, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So in this passage, you really see something about, about the character of God. No? If he is someone who cares about the birds, you know, mm-hmm. about the flowers, then how much more us? You know, Mm -hmm. creation that he actually fashioned with his hands and called in his likeness, in his image and in his likeness. We are so important to him. We are so loved by him. And I think Mm -hmm. that's one of the most foundational things when it comes to finances. Because we we worry a lot, no, Gigi? Yes. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I think that's human nature. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we worry a lot and we're good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're good at it. Okay. And uh, you know, yeah, the, the things mentioned in this passage, which are food, no? And mm-hmm. um uh, clothing. These are basic things. Huh? And then, of course, there's also shelter, which is a basic need. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we have a God who knows that we need these things. You know? And He is so faithful and He is so just. He's not going to leave us. You know, He's not going to make us go um, <laughs> hungry. I, I remember this other yeah. verse in the Bible that says He does, He will not let the children of the righteous go go hungry. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, the, the question now is, how is our faith when it comes to God providing for us? Uh, um, the Bible also does say that if we are worried, if we have these anxieties, we can just cast them to the Lord, no? uh, cast them on the feet of Jesus, because he cares for us. Yeah. Amen. And uh, I realize uh, that whenever I'm worried, I go back to the past. I go back to... To all those instances when God provided for me, all yes, those your instances. Testimonies, when, amen. Yeah, yeah, so important. Mm. That's why, you know, that's also one reason why One Voice we really zero in on stories and testimonies. <laughs> you know how powerful it is. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. wait, wait, wait. Isn't the God we serve the one who provided for us before? Isn't the God we serve the one who, in ancient times, gave Elijah meat mm-hmm. via raven delivery? You know. <laughs> God can do any sort of delivery <laughs> for our food. Um, George Mueller, do you know the, 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 have you heard of that missionary, Gigi? 
si George Mueller. What's the name? George mm, Mueller. Yes, pa. Mm, familiar. Familiar name. Mm. Okay, because he has a really, really uh, fantastic uh, story. If you guys can grab a copy of his biography, he's one of the the giants of the faith. But he he mm -hmm. um, he had orphanages um, that he had to take care of, you know, children. And uh, there were moments, there were times when there was no food. And in fact, there was this one time he records where in uh, they had nothing for breakfast, absolutely nothing in the cupboards. And then uh, um, uh, George Mueller gathered the children around him and uh, mm -hmm. they said, okay, he said, okay, let us thank God for our food. Now that's a lot of faith. Mm -hmm. that, takes, mm -hmm. <laughs> that takes a lot of faith. And so what he and the kids did, they prayed. And right after the prayer, there was a knock on the door and it was someone who had potatoes okay so wow <laughs> yeah and that's i think in another story can do. <laughs> that's what that's god what can do, do. <laughs> that's what god can do <laughs> that's what god can do okay um faith unlocks you know god is pleased with faith that's one of the beautiful things mm. about god and whenever we feel that we have a lack of faith we can just go to god and say father help me increase my faith uh, we can do that because uh, we have, like, Jesus knows the frailties of the human, human heart, mm -hmm. the human mind, the human body, and and he knows when we're down, and so uh, and so he's there. We can just approach his throne of grace and go. I really, really need faith right now. Faith to believe that you are still good, that you mm -hmm. are still the provider. Now, I, that's mm -hmm. one of the most beautiful names of the Lord. Although um, I'm sure he loves the name Father a lot, you know, <laughs> Provider is, mm -hmm. is one of the, the names. And, uh, you know, if we just continue on with chapter 6 uh, of Matthew, you know, you'll find a really beautiful key also where in it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his yeah, righteousness and mm -hmm. all these things will be added to you. And uh, and if you take the whole chapter into context, you're like, wait, what are these things? What are these things <laughs> being added to you? And it's actually these things, these these things that, that God knows that we need, you know, are mm -hmm. the things that worry us. You know, so it's like God saying, you know what? Let go of your worries. Zero in on my kingdom. Seek my kingdom. Seek my face. And then I am going to provide I will take care mm -hmm. of your business. <laughs> you take care of mine. I mean, <laughs> mm -hmm. that's just like a rough, and all, a mm -hmm. rough, um, what a rough uh, paraphrase. <laughs> but I hope you're getting the the, mm -hmm. the, the you know the two things, the two things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, I think one of the things we also have to highlight when it comes to finances, now is that finances, having money, it's not wrong. A lot of times, mm -hmm. Like, oh no, we have money. Oh no, I mean, you know, Abraham was rich. <laughs> mm. Okay, God, God blessed Abraham with 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 wealth, and uh, of course, it doesn't mean that if you don't have wealth, it doesn't mean that if you don't have money, God doesn't love you. I mean, it totally not like that, you know. Mm -hmm. But there are certainly keys in the Bible on how to make wealth. Because I believe there's another verse in the Bible that talks about God teaching us how to make mm -hmm. wealth. Mm -hmm. yeah. To use our talents to create wealth. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's a giver of wisdom, so we'll ask him. Mm -hmm. But anyway, more of that, more of the practical <laughs> stuff yeah. with our two interviewees, because I'm sure they have a lot to bring to the table. Okay, now let's go to um uh, to our little story that is online, the story of Rosemary Glenn. Okay, um, on the website, uh, we have it as uh, God's Millionaire Training, Rising from Bankruptcy. bankruptcy. Okay, so Gigi will just give a little summary of uh, the yes. first part. Yeah, okay, take it away, G. All right, so I'll give you the first part of the story. So, an applauded mentor, a well-renowned businesswoman who also empowers other people. A very successful person. She's Rosemary Glenn. But then, she got into a fraudulent business deal with a man. This man is a good friend of her daughter, has a sound knowledge when it comes in business, and goes to a credible church. Things went, went smooth and easy at first. However, she found out that her other investor's name aren't written in the legal documents. The manipulation became so habitual and obvious that they addressed the issue with him. But having the high hopes for their pursuit, Rosemary kept on fulfilling his financial, her financial obligation in the company and even went a little farther. Little did they know that the man they are doing business with was already employed to other company. The bankruptcy happened so quickly. In a single snap, Rosemary Glenn experienced instant poverty. From there, arose unwanted emotions from her heart. Okay, so you can yeah. find the full of full story, full part one in onevoicemagazine.com. And yes. I, think I just want to um, just put this little uh, little thing, no? because uh, uh, you mentioned that the, the man was a friend of the daughter's. Actually, that's not part of the, the story. He wasn't, okay? Um, but uh, the man wanted, uh, did not want Rosemary to tell the daughter, okay? Uh, mm -hmm. And the daughter, because it happens to be a very, very good business woman. So um, it was a fraudulent deal, and so in, in, in a nutshell, she was swindled from off her money, okay? So uh, let's go now to uh, to the rest of the story. Yeah. Okay, so again, Gigi? This is falling on hard times. During my season of financial loss, I was spring cleaning my house. It was as if a dual experience happened to me. While my house is being cleaned, I too was being cleaned by the Lord. The house I was living in was one I rented in the Philippines. I, cert I certainly could have bought this house since I had bought other properties when I had the money, but I simply had not. Now, not only was I penniless, but I was also falling behind on three months worth of rent. My landlord sent me an eviction notice. I decided to stay in the house believing that God would provide for my needs. Also, to be honest, I did not have money to pay the movers as I contemplated where I should transfer. While doing my house cleaning, my attention kept veering toward a particular desk in the house. I would feel a constant nudge to check the main drawer of that desk. I'd reason to myself, but it doesn't need fixing. 
I ignored the nudge even if it was rather persistent. Finally, I decided to check the drawer, thinking that maybe there were things inside that I needed to discard. When I inspected the whole drawer, I realized that something was stuck on the inner right side. It felt like an envelope. I opened it. Inside was a moldy wad of money. It didn't total a huge amount. In fact, it was just enough to buy my necessities. Still, I felt like a sudden millionaire. I was literally jumping for joy. All right, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, imagine that, no? Um, uh, you're bankrupt. Rosemary was bankrupt. Mm -hmm. Okay, she was cleaning the house, but God was also cleaning mm -hmm. her heart. And there was that nudge from the Holy Spirit. Check out that drawer. <laughs> and she wasn't, at first she wasn't budging, no? But then she mm. did. And what did she find based on the story, based on the reading? Money. A moldy money. bag of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she felt like a millionaire. Okay. So again, mm -hmm. from just to just to um let the because I was the one who wrote the the story for her, no? Like we had live mm -hmm. interviews. So I was able to see like a little bit. Uh, deeper into the story and one of the things that really that just to give our viewers our listeners an idea of millionaire to bankrupt like she was making millions in dollar form okay like she was receiving money in dollars okay and all that and so to have that taken away and then finally <laughs> to be zero at you know bankrupt and then and the finding that money, of course, yeah, you know, you'd feel mm -hmm. like a millionaire. Okay, mm -hmm. but uh, a test happened, no, Gigi? A challenge. Yes. Uh, it's the twist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, continue. So, so this had happened. When obedience is painful, I took the 2,000 pesos out of that bundle for my necessities. However, at a church service I attended that week, there was a challenge to give our best. I knew deep down that my best was the money I had from that drawer. I felt the nudge of the Holy Spirit. You have something to give. No, I don't. I argued. Give it all. He prodded. But that's all I have, Lord. I persisted in arguing. God brought to mind the principle of obedience. That obedience is the only key to unlock something that God wanted to bless me with something i could step into if i obeyed this was confirmed by one of the principles i had learned on finances from the author mike murdoch there was a principle there were principles he wrote and spoke about like when you let go of what is in your hands then god let let's go of what is in his this also entered my head how do i see the money in my hand is it a harvest or a seed if the seed can multiply, then I should sow it. I knew that what I had in my hand was a seed that could eventually be a harvest. I struggled with a decision but finally surrendered to God. I found myself crying, Lord, this is painful. I placed my hand in the offering basket and released my money. I had no more money. And <laughs> that was yeah, <laughs> yeah. So what's going to happen to her? Mm, yeah, like, yeah. Pom, yung lang yung pera niya, Ate Jan. That's 
all what she had, then God immediately tested her obedience. Diba? Grabe. Grabe yung obedience na ginawa dito ng ni Miss Rosemary. <laughs> yeah. And the, isn't it, no? like, uh, even in our own personal stories, and I'm sure with our viewers also, our listeners, that uh, there have been moments when God tests us. Like, He gives us mm-hmm. money and it's like, okay, what are you going to do with it now? And, uh, and yeah, if you if you are like Rosemary, where at the back of your head you're like, oh no, but I don't have any more money, it will mm-hmm. really be a struggle. Okay, but mm-hmm. let's see what Rosemary does. Okay, continue, uh, Gigi. Uh, so what is going to happen? So putting God first. Although the failed company was gone, the two investors and I met weekly. We agreed that God was to be the first in our lives and in whatever business venture we would build in the future. To resurrect the failed company didn't seem wise. Soon, we started exchanging ideas on another project. We zeroed in on a project and arrived at a sum we needed for our first investment. Still, the reality of my finances stared at me constantly. I decided to leave the city. I owned a farm in the province and reasoned out that at least I wouldn't starve there since I had vegetables to eat. So, first, so ito na po yung kung saan sinerprise siya ng Panginoon out of her obedience. So, let's continue reading. Okay. First, I received a text message from the owner of the house I rented in Manila. He said he left a notice in our mailbox. Another letter of eviction? I sighed. I asked my son, David, to check it out. David found a red Chinese envelope, or mas kilala natin bilang ampaw. <laughs> and yeah. inside was a post-dated check. I asked for further details on the check and was stunned. The owner of the house had returned the post-dated check. I had issued for the month, essentially giving me one month of free rent. I started to sob, thankful for the grace given to me. I thank the owner of the house for allowing himself to be an instrument used by God. For God's surprise number two. One of my habits at the farm was to walk around in the mornings to pray. While doing as one day, I was reminded of the widow in 2 Kings chapter 4 who was in debt and had sons whom her creditor could take away and turn to slaves. The prophet Elisha had asked the widow, What do you have in your house? I thought about what I had with me in the farm. I still had a 16-wheeler shock what I, what I, that I used. Should I sell it? I chuckled to myself. No one would buy such a clunky piece of heavy moving metal. Just the same, a tricycle driver happened to pass by the far- farmhouse. I said to him, Hey, I'm selling my truck. Maybe you have a buyer. It was illogical for me to treat the tricycle driver as if he had a heavy monetary connections. However, three days after that, I had a buyer for the truck who paid in cash. Yes, thanks to the referral of that wonderful tricycle driver. It wasn't the exact price I wanted, but the amount could certainly help the total sum needed for the business that make two business partners 
I and I wanted to share. For God's surprise number three, so we launched the new business. It was a business in the, in the health sector that infused hydrogen into drinking water. We released the project into the world. Purchase orders came. Yeah. This mm-hmm. new business steadily grew. Uh, so this is the third, the new business, the God surprise number mm-hmm. three. And I'm happy to say that it continues on to this day and is being distributed overseas. So uh, just like a, a recap and also to uh, bring us back to <laughs> the story after all the, the cuts because of Wi-Fi. Okay, the three surprises of the Lord for Rosemary were, number one, the owner of the house that she rented in Manila gave her back the post-dated check that she issued. Okay, so technically it was like giving one month free of rent. Um, to Rosemary. And then the other one, the second surprise was that uh, her her truck that she used in the farm um, had a buyer. And of all people to recommend the buyer, it was a tricycle, tricycle driver. driver. Yeah. So God can use anyone and everyone he, he wants to bless us. No? Sometimes we just think, oh, maybe we can't bless this person because she's so up there and I'm just down here. I don't have finances. But no, God's not like that. Okay? And then the third was a new business. So if, um, at first, like the, the previous business um, didn't push forward. God, he gave her something new to work with. Okay. So the end of the story goes, the Lord has been such a faithful God. He is truly my provider and knows how to restore what we lose. When I look back, I see how God had to teach me how to forgive, pray for, and bless people who had hurt me. One thing I needed to do was forgive the man who had conned me. God opened a meeting between me and the man. I took the opportunity to release forgiveness to him face to face. It was difficult. In fact, I trembled all over afterward. But there was so much joy as I felt a big load roll off my shoulders. With the lessons I learned from this experience, I can say that I have an overwhelming feeling of contentment and satisfaction now. Life is not all about money or influencing from the stage or having sparkling jewelry. It is about living in the center of God's perfect will. This gives me much excitement to face another day. I believe that God is a God of restoration and breakthrough. He can restore what has been stolen and open new doors of opportunity. My business is flourishing nowadays, and I have the greatest pleasure of giving finances and support whenever and wherever God tells me to give. I am living proof that God is a good God. So that's the end of the story. Uh, again, you can go to onevoicemagazine.com to read the, the story, especially if you want to um, uh, see, yeah, see it. <laughs> okay, it's different because when you listen to something, you know, listen mm-hmm. to a story and then your Wi-Fi hangs pa versus reading it on yeah. screen. Okay, but we'll do what we can. No, we'll do what we can. Okay, so uh, what can you say about that, Glenda, before we uh, yeah, go to the next part? Mm-hmm. Siguro po, the moment you are reading this story, no, someone out there, sa ating mga listeners, they are already identifying people in their lives so also experience the same thing. No, kasi 
it's a human nature again for us to venture because we want to expand our resources, we want to expand our wealth. And there will really come a time na mag invest tayo. And investment mm. involves risk. Yes. Um, it's not always a sure thing. It's not always a 100% success rate. But then, since... Um, mas malaki yung chance that we will succeed and mas malaki yung babalik sa atin if nag-succeed nga siya, then we will take the risk. No? So, however, ang ganda po ng kwento, it's a good reminder for everyone na kapag bumagsak tayo, it's not the end of everything. No? Hindi yes. man sa finances, hindi, um, all the aspects of our life and spiritual and our relationship and our fellowship and in our dealings with other people, bumagsak man tayo, we may fail but we are never a failure, okay? Yeah. And during those times that we are crushed, that we are broken, that is the perfect time that God will carry us, that God will rescue us. Mm. And the biggest breakthrough, I think, in this story wasn't that Miss Rosemary was able to regain the money that she had before or she regained the business or they open another new business. business. I think yeah. new business. I think the greatest breakthrough of this is that yung relationship sa ating creator, yung relationship, the deepening and the um, more intimate relationship sa, sa Lord. Kasi kung mababasa po natin, again, you can read the entire story without internet connection loss <laughs> in our website. No, kung babasahin po natin, no? During the time nung um, sobrang nalungkot siya, sobrang na-down si Miss Rosemary, ang una niya agad tinakbuhan ang Lord. Ang una niyang nilapitan ng Lord. Nagparestore siya sa Lord. Hindi siya nagpalamon sa galit. Hindi siya nagpalamon mm. sa, sa retaliation, sa vengeance. Hindi niya yan inisip. Ang inisip niya, si Lord. Because mm. God gave her that business. So si Lord lang din ang may kahaya ng mag-sustain sa kanya. And I think that's the biggest breakthrough. That for whatever we are experiencing through everything that we are going through, our biggest breakthrough is that when we rise up, we have a better relationship to the Lord. Yes. At the end of the day, mawala man ang lahat, basta may Panginoon tayo, kaya natin ang lahat. So that's my takeaway po for our story. <laughs> yeah, that's a fantastic takeaway. And yeah, you know what? When we go through hard things, hard stuff in life, there's always an aspect of God that we're able to see in a way that we would have never known had we not undergone the challenge, no? Mm -hmm. um, uh, but it really is critical that we seek the Lord. And yeah, you're correct in pointing out that what Rosemary did was she really sought the Lord, you know? And mm -hmm. uh, that's something that we all can do whenever something like this happens to us, whether it's not, you know, it's not in this kind of magnitude, no? But but uh, it's also nice to seek the Lord when you're not in trouble, no? <laughs> it's nice to seek the Lord when, even when you're not in trouble. So um, God is a restorer of stolen things, okay? Let's remember that. And uh, God can challenge our allegiance, no? Like what uh, happened, obedience to him uh, when it doesn't make sense to give, mm -hmm. diba? And then, of course, the part about forgiveness. Because uh, if you remember in the story, she, she actually had that time with the person who swindled her. And she chose to forgive. She chose to utter mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. forgiveness. Blessings, and, yeah, and blessings. Yeah, even if she was trembling, no? according to mm. the story. That's <laughs> one of the hardest things to do. Uh, forgive someone who stole your money. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, yeah, and just go and trust God for 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 the restitution, you know, or for the for 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 the provision for the justice. <laughs> yeah. For the justice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And God is not asleep. Okay. So um I I really hope that uh, our viewers that you guys have um, mm-hmm. Like if that you guys enjoyed the story, again you can go to onevoicemagazine.com to read the whole thing and to read other stories that are similar. Not all the stories are finances and financial in nature, mm-hmm. you know, but it just so happens that today's episode again uh, touches on breakthrough in finances. Okay, so now we're going to come to one of the most awaited portions of the episode, which is the interview. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Now, just so for our our viewers and our listeners, uh, um, we would have loved also for Rosemary to join us. The thing is, she's based in the mm-hmm. states now. Okay, and so time difference, it's like three a.m., <laughs> three p.m., three p.m. It's really, really difficult. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. But anyway, God also provides for speakers, you know, for interviewees. And our first one, okay, our first one is a millennial. Okay, I actually asked him his age a while ago. He's 25. Oh, there he is. <laughs> okay, and it's good that we have someone young. Though we also have someone older later on, someone more mature. But the the young voice, the millennial voice, I believe, is also a voice that represents most of our viewers, our, our readers in One Voice magazine. Okay, and so this is Kenneth Duenas. Hello, Kenneth. He is a financial planner with Cardinal Boy Financials. He is a co-owner of CHF House Maintenance and Interior Design. And I believe he has also been a project manager at one point there, no? But he is a co-owner there. And then he's a sales trainer and coach. And currently, he's a unit manager at Film Life. And uh, one thing amazing about his background is at one time, he was a seafarer. Okay, and, and so it really makes me go, what made him switch from being a, a seafarer <laughs> to becoming, <laughs> yeah, to, to diving into the, the financial world? And so, All Kenneth, right. like, just like the story of Rosemary, even with your young age, now, do you have a personal story about God teaching you his faithfulness in the area of finances? Yeah, I like the story of um, Mom Rosemary Glenn, no? I, mm. In fact, mo, uh, every one of us has its own story. So yes. that's the first point. And for me personally, I experienced God uh, when it comes to finances at a very young age. So I grew up in a humble family in Jaya Santo City. So kababayan si Pacquiao. And, ah. and we have... <laughs> all right, yes, Janine. <laughs> Yeah, when you say humble, like how humble? Just uh, to give a, a an idea to everybody. Uh, my parents are uh, they are negotiantes. They are we have this small scale business in Jansan, and we supply vegetables uh, to restaurants and malls in Jansan, and we're well known with that. Um, okay. So growing up, uh, we experience you know when when it comes to traditional business, it goes high at a certain, it goes up at a center, certain level. And then suddenly it goes down again, certain point. And yeah, business, traditional business is, is like a roller coaster. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I grew up in that kind of setup. 
and also my parents are they are they are very good at business but they are not good in preparation so my my financial break breakthrough starts when both uh both me and my brother goes to college so what happens during that time when one of the biggest mall here in the philippines start putting up mall and jensen and we lost our business so they become our competitors and okay. um the we, parents become broke literally so mm -hmm. that's our filing so um the interest to go to college is is there but the finances is not there so <laughs> that's my first lesson uh financial breakthrough because i learned from them so uh during the tough times god is still so good because he allows me to uh, have some scholarship so, Yay. and that scholarship uh, opens uh in maritime industry that's why i become safer and yeah, they 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 shouldered everything, tuition fee, the books and all. And I was a full scholar during that time. And yeah, I my first lesson is preparation. And when I get landed my uh, when I get landed to my first job, I I bring that that values with me. So mm. as I earn money, I make sure that I was able to allocate everything well, save more, save more, and then. Um, I started attending seminars and about personal finance. So I guess um, what I'm saying is that when God gives us challenges in our life, no, he is not testing us. He's not just testing us, but instead he wants us to learn something from it and grow with it. You get the point? So um, what happened is my first lesson when it comes to finances, I learned it from my parents, and then mm -hmm. I I brought it with me when I was in uh, when I was professional already, and that helps me to become a better uh, at my finances, be becoming a better steward in short. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, God bless me from that point up until today. It's so so, so Kenneth, um, yeah, uh, going to college is such a huge, you know, a huge. A huge shell out in terms of finances for parents so it's such a blessing that, that you were able to land that that scholarship okay so did you ever have a time where in like something super specific where like did, did you try becoming bankrupt or no naman uh, my parents did <laughs> my parents mm. did and during that time i uh, the painful part of it because because i'm just 16 16 or 17 uh, I'm questioning God. So why, why we are experiencing this one? In fact, I'm so faithful at the church. I'm, uh, I used to be an uh, instrument player in church. Uh, every Saturday, I'm there. And all Sundays, I said, a typical young guy would say that I'm so faithful with God. And still, I'm, we are experiencing this. My, my parents are having a hard time when it comes to money. So <laughs> I said, Lord, what's happening with our lives? Uh, <laughs> And but you know what? Uh, there's a verse in the Bible that uh, helps me break through with that. Okay. So to rise above with that situation, God led me to prayer that He said in the Word. I think it's Philippians four six to seven. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition and thanksgiving, present your request to God. So that leads me to. 
a prayer, a short prayer. So I said, God, um, help me, help us, my family with this situation, help us grow. And that's it. That's the opportunity started. Sir Kenneth, yun po yung masasabi, yung turning point during yes. sa finances nyo. That's your yes. turning point. So, so that being said po, ano po kayo yung what are your advices or tips sa mga young people na gusto rin maging successful katulad nyo when it comes on finances or struggling po, struggling sa pag-manage ng kalang finances. Ano po kayong basic tips na pwede nilang ma-apply, especially ngayon, COVID. So, sana hindi sila gaan ng gumagasa. Ano po yung pwede nyo ma-advise sa kanila? Well, thanks for that question, Gigi. No? And in fact, that question is very timely. Would you agree? So, yeah. <laughs> yes. that, uh, with very the news uh, that over many Filipinos, 2 million Filipinos are losing their jobs, and most of them are millennials. Uh, so you all know mm-hmm. the workforce in the Philippines are composed of millennials. So mm-hmm. uh, first of all, if they are struggling with money today, uh, what they can do is evaluate. Evaluate within mm-hmm. their jobs. Evaluate. Yeah, they need to assess. We have to assess our finances. So you have, you need to have a quick assessment with yourself. So where are you today with your financial journey? That's the first thing. Where are you with your financial journey? What are the things that comes into your mind when it comes to when we when we talk about money? Because uh, most of us is doesn't want to talk about money. even in growing up, de ba? Uh, Parang medyo sensitive po talaga yung topic na yun. Yeah, kasi makarinig lang ng pera, nag-aaway na yung ano, some, of, ano, some families, no? Uh, because we need to, first, we need to have this higher awareness. Again, we need to have this higher awareness um, to see the bigger picture of everything. So, the bigger picture, mm-hmm. you can only see that if you have this higher awareness. And for those people who are broke, I guess... That's the question, right? The being becoming broke. Yeah. Mm. So many, many millennials today are broke, especially those who hang, hang, uh, mislead their credit card. Yeah. Yes. Too much Starbucks. So if you are broke today, oh, we experienced that, me and my family. What you can do is, first of all, being broke is a result of having this poor mindset. Again, mm, that's a beautiful line, no? Yeah. Being broke is a result of your mindset. Yes. mindset. Okay. It's just a limiting belief that we really have, or we we are we have in our mind. And if we have that poor mindset, the result is the result is broke brokenness in short. Mm-hmm. And um, it's hard for us to receive the blessings from God when we are broke. Mm. So that's the first thing. So here's the thing. If you are experiencing that today, that uh, you are broke, uh, you need to shift. You know, shift from being poor mindset to abundance mindset because that's the plan of God. Okay. okay. So, yeah. Is there any, like, any, any way, like any tip you can give on how to shift? No? Shift mm-hmm. the mindset. What are the things that people or mga young people na pwede po nilang i-consider before they shift? Okay. So, simple lang. I, I, me as a trainer, I always make things simpler. No? Um, here's the tip. No? Are you ready to listen? 
Okay? Yeah, then, yeah. Dada. Yes. Yes, teacher. This <laughs> <laughs> the basic principle, no? Simply acknowledge God within your life. No, it's if if you allow God no to be part of your life, that God's provide everything that we need. In fact, that's the verse that we had uh, a while ago, Janina, right? Um, yeah. Meaning that we are blessed, that we are blessed and highly favored by you. No. Okay. And when you do that, that's the start of you. Uh, that's a Amen. game changer. That's a game changer with your life today. So yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the practical. Uh, the uh, there are two sides. Cause we need to first uh, uh, start it within ourselves. Because sometimes the problem is inside us. No, but actually, there's a practical way of doing it. If you are, so we're talking about we're in the part where we talk about shift. So start shift if you are a Christian and you you always say to yourself that I can do this, I can do this. No, uh, start telling to yourself that uh, God will go to help me to do this. Yes, so, yes. It's then, more than positive thinking, no? It's positivity, yeah, yeah. but with the element of God coming in to help because you can't really do it on your mm-hmm. own, no? Yeah, you, you cannot mm-hmm. handle you cannot manage everything in positivity. So you you have to be you have to be uh practical, you have to acknowledge, which we talk about assessment. Second is know where this blessing comes from and seek it. Mm. Third is stop using the word if. No, when you start using the word, if, if I only have a better opportunity, if I only have more talents, if my parents are rich, no, I might have this and that. And then and all those things are just excuses, by the way. And always remember that God has given us the ability to create wealth and not our parents. Amen. Yes. God, uh, <laughs> if God gave us the ability to create wealth, uh, God wants us uh, from that uh, from that point, though, you you have to know that God again, God give us the challenges not to test us and to make us uh, have this hard time, but to really uh, help us understand His will and uh, to make us to become more faithful Christians. So yeah, that that's the you know, the something like uh, spiritual side. You no, know? of course. We cannot we cannot do it on uh, spiritual side, no. Faith without deed is, deed is dead. Dead, yes. <laughs> so yeah. uh, when it comes to practical side, man, again, uh, yeah, you you have to evaluate. Yeah, that's part of the practical side. And then what you can do is uh, first go back to your budgeting system. If you don't practice <laughs> budgeting, that's that's the worst thing you 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 are doing with your life, no. And because God encourages us to become a good steward, would you agree? Yes. So yes, yes, and amen. So becoming a good steward, part of it is you, you have to manage your finances and be accountable with it. So, uh, and then how to manage your debt? Ito na yon. Um, <laughs> first of all, debt uh, debt is like a is is connected to death. No, debt okay. is connected to death. When you are you are broke, you are a walking death. And just, <laughs> just kidding. So, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's actually true. <laughs> uh, so I'm talking about sorry, just kidding. I'm talking about walking that. Right, <laughs> you're walking dead. And when you are dead, it's hard for you to move forward. Mm. It's hard for you to move forward. And and it's hard for you to grow. In fact, how no matter how faithful a Christian is, if he doesn't know 
if he if he is not good steward with his money, nahirapan siya mag-grow spiritually. That so, is true. That's yeah, so true. Because mm-hmm. you cannot give what you don't have. Um, true. Amen. So, how to uh, make all those, uh, eliminate those debt? Simply lang, if you have debt, you write it down from 1 to 10, or if you have 1 to 100, no? Be honest <laughs> to yourself. And write it down, and then pile it up from the smallest amount to the uh, highest or bigger amount, and then start start paying it off. If you are a mm-hmm. person who is very emotional with money, pag nakikita ka na mal- mal- mga sobrang daming listahan, na stress ka, what you can do is eliminate those smaller ones first until that mm. 100 becomes 80, becomes 70, 50, 40, up until 20. That's a good point. Wow. Yeah. So when you, when you, as you can see, because most of the people are visual, if you can see mm. it na bumababa na you have this confidence, no? Uh, that's the time you can break the chain, you know, the chain of that. Mm. And you know what? Uh, you have, and Ken, kailangan ko ba talagang bayarin yung mga utang ko? <laughs> so, it's very biblical that we need to pay our debt. Uh, it's because yeah, yeah. it's either people, those uh, person you indebted to, it's either you, they will going to pray for you or they will curse you. <laughs> so, of course, we want, uh, we want people to pray for us and bless us. So, it will happen if we have uh, no debt to anyone so and that's the goal because god's promises in his word saying that uh you will be the head and not the tail you will buy all to mm-hmm. men and then to no one um that's the perfect plan of god no it's just that lumis ka lang sa plan no mm-hmm. <laughs> so after okay. you pay off that debt if you can pay up that thing uh, that already that's the time you can free up your mind and mm-hmm. then Eventually, nare-remove na yung financial stress. And when that stress comes out already with your life, that's the time you can grow. No? Mm-hmm. And then what you can do again is go back to your budgeting. No? And for those people having hard time with, with debt, you can negotiate. No? Kasi mm-hmm. what's happening is when you are stressful with your finances, you run from it. And that's yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. That's worse. So what you can do is renegotiate. People are in fact, yung mga nungungut, uh, pinagkakautangan, kapag ka you talk about them, you speak in terms, they will give you that, uh, especially the bank. So, people are afraid of bank because they will say that, ipapakulong ako ng bank, but actually, walang nakukulong sa debt, no? Sa utang. So, okay. So, after you na- renegotiate, no? Nanegotiate mo na yung debt mo, you have to face it, you can start all over again. Start, 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 start. Start saving, go back to your budgeting, Increase your income. That's the best thing you can do. And mm-hmm. then second, increase your savings. So, yeah. That, that's all. I, I guess I, I have so much to say. I, I yeah, this, yeah, there's just so many things to, mm, to share. Good no? but, uh, Yeah, but the ones that you've given us, uh, the things that you've shared so far, these are really good gold nuggets. Huh? So, mm-hmm. thank you, Kenneth. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah you know what? Um while we make all these things simmer in our heads. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll just uh, 
Yeah, yeah. We'll prepare for our next interview, but we hope that you're enjoying our bro broadcast so far. If you've Super. only tuned in now. Uh, <laughs> okay, we are One Voice Radio in partnership with UCAP Radio, streaming on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash One Voice Magazine. And of course, you can find us on onevoicemagazine.com. You can also find us on Instagram, instagram.com slash onevoicemagazine, and on YouTube, youtube.com slash whatmagazine. Inc. Okay, so um, now we're, we're we are about to enter the part of the of our episode where we listen to a parent. No, it's it's really really nice also that we get the perspective of a parent. And what's nice is he does have also experience in the bank. Okay, because uh, Kenneth, you mentioned the bank, and of course one is like, okay, increasing of income. How do we do that right now? It, with 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 the pandemic and you know like uh, um, people losing their jobs or you know slashing their companies slashing the 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 income that they give you know? so anyway um we'll go to that in a wee bit for now let us listen to forgiven and free this is by Pag-ibig united worship so see you in a bit It is new every day 
welcome back to One Voice Radio. We just listened in to, uh, to Forgiven. Forgiven and, and Free. Forgiven and Free by Pag-Ibig United Worship. So, again, we're One Voice Radio. I hope you're enjoying you're enjoying our broadcast so far. So, if you just tuned in now, we are One Voice Radio in partnership with UCAP Radio. Streaming on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash One Voice and on One Voice Magazine. You can also find us on Instagram, instagram.com slash One Voice Magazine. Alright, so, as this juncture, babati po muna tayo sa ating mga... <laughs> viewers, ating mga listeners. And yeah. syempre, unang-una ko nang gustong batiin ang aking work body na si Cez. How are you there? See you in a bit. And to my TL, thank you. Thank hey, you for Seth. being so supportive. <laughs> thank you for being so supportive, TL. Again, see you in a bit. And also to my friend who, uh, who helped me with my little... Uh, they call this ring light here today. Hi, many. See you after this GCQ. And just want to greet my sister who celebrated her birthday last May 20, May 27. Belated happy birthday, sister. <laughs> and um, happy shout birthday. out to my yeah, shout out to my um church mates, to my cell leader Ate Mira, and to my co-primary leaders, to my life group, to stand out network, and of course to my family. Hi, family. <laughs> And who else? Shout out to my friends, Francis and Daisy. Hello. And to all my friends, all my church mates, hello. I hope you're enjoying our broadcast this afternoon. How about you, Atizan? Oh, yeah. I'm enjoying. I'm learning even from uh, from Kenneth. No? Uh, yeah, just because a person is younger doesn't mean that he lacks wisdom. In fact, God can use the 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 yeah he can use the the mouths of babes to praise him no mm -hmm. and uh, so uh praise can come out uh, uh wisdom can come out and yeah we just heard gold nuggets of wisdom from kenneth i'll also do a little bit of a shout out uh to my family hello if you are watching <laughs> okay also my church family cfac a community of faith alliance church and then of course my enfuego family uh, my co-teachers, my students, hello there. And um, I also want to do a shout out to the One Voice family. Yeah, Yay! they're actually <laughs> um, praying for us uh, even while this broadcast is ongoing. So fantastic people, those guys. Okay, um, really, really talented bunch. And, mm -hmm. and in case you're wondering, every week uh, the anchors will be changing. Huh? So for the first week of each month, it's going to be me and Gigi. But then uh, the following weeks, two of the other uh, hosts, you know, other editors, other writers. So uh, you'll be able to meet them. Okay. <clears throat> I also want to say hello to this group of people because uh, um, they do have something on June 12. I speak Jesus, you know. So these are the digital missionaries for Christ. They've been helping One Voice also with uh, with a lot of digital stuff, you know, sharing, liking, and they're, they're wonderful young people. So kudos to you guys. All right. Okay. So, um, uh, okay. <laughs> you know, let's take like before we go to the interview, let's have like a really, really short um music break again. Really, really mm -hmm. short. This is by Panako, um, by Soul Driven. Okay, mm -hmm. so let's listen to them.
Masakit man ang pagsubok na iyong pinagdadaanan
So uh, welcome back, uh, our viewers, our listeners. Again, we are One Voice Radio, and we have come to the part where we are interviewing our second speaker, and he's a wonderful, wonderful person, okay? To many, he is a pastor. He is also a teacher, okay? So this is Pastor Roy Karandang. Uh, pastor Roy is the founder of RT Karandang Builders Incorporated. He's a licensed architect a builder, a real estate broker. Okay, at one point, he was part of the board of directors of RCBC Microfinance. So that really gives him a lot of, of um, wisdom, you know, like <laughs> we're so blessed to have you here. And then uh, he's also a fellow at the Pimentel Institute for Local Governance. governance and he's the lead conve convener of the Batang Transformer. I don't know if you guys have heard that, but it's a project among the youth sector nationwide that seeks to unite university students of diverse ethnic and cultural backgrounds. So interesting. Okay, Pastor Roy is also the coordinator of the Lampara Transformation Movement. Lampara standing for uh, Las Piñas, Muntinlupa, and Paranaque, of which I am a part of. Okay, so it's a catalytic uh, movement for transformation in the Tri-City. And he is the senior pastor of the Lord's Christian Circle. So, hi, welcome, Pastor Roy. Welcome, yes. Pastor Roy. Hi. Oh, hi. Good afternoon to all of you. Okay, so Pastor Roy, you're on the hot seat right now. So Kenneth is also here. <laughs> He'll be joining this table talk. And uh, yeah, so much wisdom from, from a dad. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so Pastor Roy, <laughs> what can we do? You know, especially since uh, the millennial crowd is uh, the, um, like we're majority millennial watching this, what can we do on a personal level to rise from the financial slump brought about by COVID-19? Okay, I know it's a very vast uh, topic to discuss, but let me just uh, put the focus uh, on what probably we could learn uh, from this pandemic. 
mm-hmm. is understanding the heart of our father who is god that he is a farmer and he you know plants seeds and he wants us to reap the harvest of those seeds that are planted okay Sad to say, most of the millennials and probably some of us also in our age never been exposed to, you know, uh, planting, never been into farming, you know, even even grow any seed on the ground. Niloloko ko nga ibang tao. Ang malagaling yata sa maraming Pilipino, magtanim ng galit. Kaya yung galit, inaanit. So, yun yata natatanim at this stage, no? And I think what's important for us to understand that, uh, just I think Kenneth have said that in Deuteronomy 8.18, that God has given us the capacity to produce wealth. So everyone wants to get wealthy, but wealth doesn't belong to us. It belongs to God. So we have to understand his system on how he wants us to get through the process of having access to that wealth. And the end point is not to become wealthy. It's enjoying the wealth of the Father giving us. And that's a lot of us missing the point of, you know, uh, getting into business, getting into entrepreneurship. Um, and a lot of things is focused on ourselves and not what we could do and what God could do through us to help others as well. So uh, I think um, in that aspect of uh, being a farmer and a seed uh, that God has given us a seed, um, all of us would have to look back in our barns, you know, <laughs> what we have on stock. And stop looking at the past season. You know, uh, there's always a new mm. season. Like today is a planting season. Uh, mm. It's not anymore. Uh, uh, there are two seasons, rainy and more rain. Sabing anila sa Pilipinas. Pero we have to be sensitive. We plant according to the season. We don't expect to harvest or plant. It's outside the season. You know, um, I've been mm-hmm. talking about the biblical feast of the Lord and, and all those biblical seven feasts. Uh, the Lord talks about about planting, about the season of harvest. So mm. every time we look at the season, it radiates something in the land. And we just have to agree with him because we cannot control the season. He is the one in charge of the season. And we just have to understand the system and how to plant during those season. Now this is the time of the pandemic. So we don't plant against it, though we plant with it but see what God is giving us at this moment so we'll be able to grow something and eventually harvest as well. Yeah. Okay. So, Pastor, when you said, because you mentioned something about looking at what we have in the barn, you know, like what is it that we have? So, especially since we, uh, like what we have right now, we we barely go out, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So, what are the things, like what are the things, like sample things, what are the things that we can find or look for in our barn? Okay. So, one, uh, you just assess what tools they have in your barn. So, like you have computers, you have gadgets, you know, what can you make use of that mm. at the moment, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, what stocks do you have? Let's say if you do an inventory and you're regarding your uh, business, what are other uh, stocks that you have that you could multiply and make use of and not, not try to keep up doing what you've been doing before and just try to reassess how can you reinvent what you have right now and have that mm-hmm. you know, gift of recreation, uh, to do something good and best mm. out of what we have, you know, uh, like we go to a digital information as far as communication is concerned. Then, if you cannot say to yourself, Well, I don't know this, uh, I cannot do this, yes, you'll have to learn and how to mm. get into it. Not probably as efficient as other millennials, but you need to get to there. 
and uh, like for example if you have a stock of bread and uh, that's all you have you could do other things with your bread and uh, try to make up some cookies or probably some other stuff that you could uh, make out of the leftover if talking about bread right so like for instance in my case uh, it's tough because uh, we're in the construction and real estate uh, and rentals mm. so what do we do so I look on uh, the stocks that we have as far as materials are concerned and not just leave it behind and make sure what we could do small packets of projects that we could start in our own even though we have to finance it so that uh, we just get something started you know so let me share a bit the principle of mm. a stimulus principle a stimuli for many things um we don't we have to wait for government to help us we need to ask god mm. and see where we could help ourselves mm -hmm. uh, god is giving the seed look in your barn okay. reassess and start a stimulus principle what do i mean by that so you start doing something what you have either financially spiritually relationally or even um, uh, emotionally for that matter uh, whatever you have you start doing something even small and start gearing up you know and eventually it would grow big right mm -hmm. so reassess what you have in your office in your business in your workplace don't ask of things that you do not have work on something you have and make the best out of it if you have that time use it as part of your resource capital resource is not the only resource you have human resources one and it's this time that really you take care of your mm. people you know invest uh, in their needs and you don't have to you need to pour out a lot of it but uh, see how you could be at help yeah mm. do it make sense wow that's <laughs> yes. fantastic advice yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So, what you said also about uh, not relying all the time on government no uh, yes. god really has given us things and uh, we can already look at the little stuff that's that's in our hands and uh, to put it to good use we're forced to be creative no <laughs> i would always joke with my kids and i'll say listen to john f kennedy as he quoted do not what the government could do for you what the, you can do for government. So you're always telling us those things. That impacted my life. You have to uh, assess. I'm not saying you don't think about it, but don't worry and uh, see a, mm. a part of solution and be with people who is part of the solution don't be with mm -hmm. people na nag worry you know everyone will panic you know i like to be with the uh, faith based yeah. you know people with the heart with hurrah come on let's do it <laughs> 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 you know yeah very awakening right so <laughs> let me share an another thing for you you know um i was uh one time I was in the balcony, then my kids were asking, where are all these seats in the balcony? So I'm drying them up. So I go, look, I'm uh, doing a social distancing with my seeds, you know. So they're <laughs> all apart, uh, put under the sun. So I go, look, um, I think the difference between uh, uh, breakthrough and uh, break even is that we think we are in a breakthrough. Mm -hmm. We're actually doing a principle of break even. What does it mean? I have a mango, 
I eat it. Tastes good. Yeah. But what do I do with the seed? I throw it. Break even. Why wow, enjoyed the taste of mm-hmm. the fruit that I worked for? Why wow, I peeled it and tastes so good when I throw it. Then I'll wait for another mango that I could taste. But never even understood or had the heart. Wait, I could do something with the seed. I could plant it, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. let it grow. And out of the seed, many more will be able to enjoy the seed that I could give them. And hopefully they too would learn how to plant it and have more seed, you know, to enjoy the fruit of it and be able to share it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's sad. A lot of us, you know, after eating all those seed-bearing fruit and plants as well, we just throw them. So I just keep on collecting them. Actually, I'm turning our garden now you know, uh, into a plant-based garden. And I'll be a farmer, you know, look at how I look now. But what I'm trying to say, look, God is giving us seed, you know. Uh, and out of that one seed, many more fruit would have seeds in it that you could share to others and let them mm. also learn how to plant it. A problem, we don't have an agricultural mindset. And even in the church, uh, we always want to translate God will bless us only in finances, money. Uh, I'm not saying all, but sometimes that's the measure of the world to find ourselves successful. And success mm-hmm. is not about the bottom figure. You know, It's not about, mm-hmm. oh, I had a breakthrough because uh, I had you know, a good bottom line. Okay, and let me share another principle about running. Um, running a race, uh, break-even principle is that, okay, I finished the race and I make sure I'm the first place. And people will look at me and say, wow, you're such a good runner. You finished first place, okay? And all the glory goes to you. I'm the champion, all right? But a breakthrough is that I plan to be the first, but if I don't become the first, I try to finish the race. And when I finish the race, it's mm. not just I enjoy finishing the race, but there are people who would also be glad me finishing and I will share them the glory of finishing the race, right? So financial breakthrough is not just finding success in the bottom line. It's seeing how you have run the race, make sure you finish your targets in your financial planning. And when you finish it, you get to share with other people to enjoy it as well. And let them be able to run with you next time and say, it's so fun to run the race. You know, you might not be able to run as you were <laughs> running before, like me. It gets shorter, but I try to finish it. So in this time, try to plan, you know, financially. Uh, but you don't have to shoot far, you know, short end and long term. But see in your assessment what you could run, finish the race, enjoy it with other people as well to enjoy what you're having. And I think that's the breakthrough. And that's the, the gift mm-hmm. of God that we could have. That when we get to finish a race, it's not just for us to enjoy that we have finished it, but also we get to share with other people and let them be able to run next time the race. Mm. Fantastic. Wow. You know, Pastor wow. Roy and uh, Gigi and Kenneth, when I when I uh, think about those two uh, um, examples, you know, the, the fruit and the, the runner, you know, I see one common denominator and it's really the multiplication of the seed. Yes. Right? Because with the, the mango seed, you know, like why not plant and, you know, cause it to grow and let it bless others. And then with yes. the, the race, it's like, the the you know share the glory you know uh, think of others and I think that's something that we we have forgotten that mm. when we want breakthrough 
you know, it's not just us, you know, it's not just the I. There really is the we factor that comes into play. No? That's a fantastic, fantastic uh, thing to to uh, point to, Pastor. Thank you for that. Wow. Okay, so Pastor, um, when it comes to the economy, because right now, no, people, like we're hearing forecasts, like this might last for two years, you know, um, uh, the, the economy is going down, you know, be prepared, you know, doomsday and all that. But as Christians, I don't think that should be our mindset because <laughs> there is God's economy. Can you speak about how different our God's economy is from the world's economy and what kind of mindset we're supposed to have? Okay. I think there's something that we should not uh, fall into a trap that uh, when we engage to a business, uh, our first, of course, consideration is how will I survive? Okay. I think let's get out of that survival mm. mode and just like uh, Kenneth shared, let's go to that uh, productivity, that overflow uh, belief, you know, um, because when we enter hopelessness, uh, th- that's the end of it, right? And uh, I think one thing we need to believe, mm. uh, and for those listeners probably who have not have a personal relationship with the Lord yet and understand who God is person in their lives, we need to be connected to him. It will, it's all about relationships, you know? Mm-hmm. And when you understand who God is as our father, then you know that he would supply our needs. You know? And that's something that you'd always have hope. And uh, hope is not about having plenty. It's having what you have mm-hmm. now and be able to enjoy whatever you have now. You know? So that's the difference between God's economy and the world's economy because the world's economy would always say, what can I get out of this business I will get into? And how will I find success? Right? But when we talk about God's economy, yes, God wants you to find something you could do out of this situation, find success in what you're going to get into so that you could be able to share with others and let others also share with others so they would know it's not about me, it's not about us, it's about what God is going through us in this situation. And let's not miss the point by uh, trying to dwell in the past and forget what God is doing now and what is going to do yet in this situation. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Wow. Yeah. So we hope <laughs> we don't lose hope, and we remember we that. Have, uh, uh, hope. Yes. Yeah. So uh, going back to the seed, let me share a short acronym for seed. No. S E E D. So. S for submit to God, yeah, to submit your plan and ask mm-hmm. God, you know, having this relationship with you. So what? This is what I think. Do you think the same way I'm thinking? Uh, this is what I plan to do with my business. You know, uh, I'm recalibrating it and I'm forecasting. So what do you think? Give me wisdom with it, right? Number two, mm. you need yeah. to enjoy what you have submitted. Not after you have submitted, then you have find mm-hmm. approval from God. Then you just leave it. <laughs> So you have to enjoy it. And you know, look, it's a, a participative thing that you have done with God and He's your father and He is the author of that who's going to multiply whatever seed you have. So that's second E. And the, uh, uh, the next E for seed is educate yourself. Do not mm. stop learning. And do not just mm, keep learning what you know what you need to learn. But start to learn new things. Inang sinasabi ko sa mga kabataan, ay nako, matuto kayo magtanim. <laughs> Di pa kahit sa paso. You know, there are a lot of things that you will learn from it. You know, 
you need to dirty your hands because it speaks of who you are when you put your hand on the soil. Okay, mag gloves, you know, ang kadiri, ah. madudumihan. Talaga madudumihan ka. <laughs> but you know, the Lord has to touch the soul for us to remember that we came from it and that's why we will back. Such a redeeming spirit that connects you to the soil and what God breathed through it that you would have life, you know. So you need to educate yourself. If educating yourself is to learn how to do small scale farming, backyard farming, go ahead, you know. It's good to harvest tomatoes from your background back, backyard it's good to harvest cucumber from your uh, backyard right um, and last e or d is to dedicate dedicate whatever you're doing to god and be dedicated to it you know uh hindi pwedeng suntok sa buwan uh if you enter into a season of uh, this kind of situation and i think with any kind of business you get into as an entrepreneur you need to be very dedicated. Uh, you need to love mm-hmm. what you're doing, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Even though sometimes it's not lovable, but you need to love it because something you're mm-hmm. agreeing to do it, right? Mm-hmm. So I leave that word uh, acronym SEED. So again, submit to God, enjoy with God, educate yourself with God, and lastly, dedicate yourself dedicate. to God and be dedicated to it. Seed, mm-hmm. and I tell you, when you use seed, it will always spring up to something new, right? So, he gave me a word in um, Isaiah 43, and let me quickly just share that to you. Isaiah uh, 23, if I'm not mistaken, uh, 18 to 19. And it says there, 18, mm-hmm. stop dwelling on past events and brooding over times gone by. I mean, learn from them. And the Lord said, I'm doing something new. It's springing up. Can't you see it? I'm making a road in the desert, rivers in a wasteland. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, Learn from whatever, you you know, the things that you've been doing from the past. And believe there's something new that the Lord is doing in this season. And join Him, you know. And that's the worst thing we could do is go against what God is doing. But, of course, there are oppositions to what God is also doing. Don't join that guy, okay? He's going to make you bankrupt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, Pastor Roy, gusto ko rin po itanong sa inyo, itinanong ko kay Kenneth yes. Kina, ano po yung mga pwede niyong i-advise sa mga young people na gusto rin somehow maka-experience ng financial breakthrough or, or, or as of the moment, nagsistruggle po sila with their finances. Ano po kayo yung pwede niyong ma-advise sa kanila? Okay. Uh, one, don't do something that you do not love. You know, uh, iba na yung broken-hearted ka na doon sa business mo, broken-hearted ka pa doon sa gagawin mo, tapos broken-hearted ka pa sa mga pamilya mo because they're cursing you kasi wala ka tayo at hindi ka kumikita, you know? Uh, you, you have to ask the Lord, what is something that you would be able to love to do now? It doesn't necessarily mean the same thing you're doing before in terms of business. Try to ask mm-hmm. God, there's something new is springing up, and you just have to look at, you know, outside and what he's doing you don't necessarily have to go out but seek god and what he's going to do uh through you uh number two avoid getting into any loans okay as much as possible work on whatever you have as small as you have mm-hmm. You know, try to do the best you can out of the little savings that you have, you know, the small business that still have working. Uh, don't try to think big right away. Think small mm. 
and to despise the new beginnings of the Lord, right? And lastly, try to find ways how you could connect with people. And that's the gift of uh, microfinance, you know. It's just sharing together what you have and be able to do small things. Collect small, invest small. When you put together all those small things, they become big. So, yung tatlong yun. Wow. Uh, I think ang mahalagang uh, we should put into our minds right now. So, don't go to a, uh, a trap by trying to get loans, you know, trying to start on something big and start thinking just about yourself. It's a good start to, you know, to kick back your business or things that you could do at this season. So, Pastor, a curious question lang po. Ano yes. rin po kaya yung naging breakthrough niyo when it comes on your finances? Yung talagang sinubok po yung test of faith niyo, yung test of obedience niyo? Personal story. Mm, yeah, personal testimony po. Well, uh, I think that, you know, I'm also a pastor. No, and a lot of people say, how can you be a pastor and be a businessman at the same time? You can just serve two masters. I'm not serving two masters. I just have one master. It's God, you know, our father. That's, you know, I just have a different calling. I'm not saying this should be all how pastors would do things, you know, for ministry. No, I'm saying uh, because there's no such thing as part-time for me. All of us are full-time for the Lord. It's a matter in what way he would want us to operate in terms of the full-time calling that we have. You know, and what's important, mm-hmm. we're able to do what we're called to do. And you're called mm-hmm. to do that because it's different. Uh, it's difficult to be uh, doing what you're not called to do. So in one aspect, uh, yes, uh, we've started the corporation. Um, we're doing real estate, we're constructing. You know, talagang, uh, in short, uh, I was deadly in all projects. Kahit cementerio, talagang kinukuha ko para lang kumita. You know, I was already a believer. For sure, you're starting a family. You're, uh, you want to grow the corporation big. You know, uh, you have God for Wow, I'll do things for God. And suddenly, God calls you. You become a pastor. So, siyempre, makikira pa ko to. Kasi, di ba, saan ko kukuha ng sweldo? And all of those. those are, you know, I think every possible thing about... Uh, but when he called me, he said, look, I didn't tell you to leave your business. I'm not saying to leave your, your company. I want you to do other things that I'm not able to do with other pastors. Not because I don't want them to do that, but the, in this season, I'll use it for transformation. So he brought me to Singapore, okay? Uh, in one conference, <clears throat> so I was praying, Lord, I will do this. Should I leave my job? No, I, it's so difficult. How about my family? So a lot of concern, you know? And he said, look, just believe in me. And I will mm-hmm. pursue my calling and I will pursue my promise to you that you will not lack on anything. All right? Mm-hmm. Now, when I was in Singapore in the conference, siyempre, ang dami, giving. Talaga, wow, give God. Tapos, there are things that you need to buy. A limited do lang yung budget mo when you're in a conference. You're in, in an abroad, in a, a foreign conference. Then, you know, you always just say, magkano ito sa peso? Sabi <laughs> to, magkano ito? Wala ka mabili. Talaga, magkano ka. And that's one time, um, uh, I, 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 I have not enough money anymore. And I said, oh, paano pa to pag-uwi ko? You know, about the business, you know, the ministry, so on things. Then suddenly, I saw a hundred US dollar bill. Okay? Then I picked up. Then no one's trying to claim it. No one. And I, I just felt the Lord saying to me, this is for you. Hallelujah! I have hundred dollar bills. So I'm going to para matik ko para sa aking asawa at aking pamilya. You know, so I kept that. And during the conference, though, it was giving time. Tapos sabi ni ni Lord, 
Oh, di ba? You have the $100 fee. Yes, and I'll be able to buy so many stuff. Yes, you'll be able to give so many stuff to those people who are in need. <laughs> and there's this Indian pastor, okay, whom I met, uh, you know, a few days uh, before the conference. He say, give to that pastor. Okay, I'll give $5. No, you give all, all the $100 I'll give. <laughs> How can it be? No, give it. So I gave the $100. Oh. Okay, this is for you. This is a seed from the Lord, you know. <laughs> but uh, God was dealing with me. It's not about me and what he would supply to me. And, you know, after that, I went to the elevator for a hotel. I saw another $50 there inside wow. the elevator. Wow. And I said, oh Lord, siguro, malato ko na naman to siguro, no? 15% gumalik. Di ba yung seed ko? <laughs> <laughs> you know, kasi, si Lord when you talk to him and he said, oh, sige na, sa na nga yan. Wala nang conference, tapos na, wala <laughs> So, going back to your question, what advice, you know, do not forget to sow seeds of joy, of hope. Mm-hmm. When you get into business, it's good always to assess how you will run the business, but it doesn't stop to you. You'd always mm-hmm. have to think how you'll be able to share it so others would also enjoy it's a principle of a pipeline, uh, you know, in the construction, we have the sanitary pipes. So, sabi ko, why will you supply a number three-inch pipe? Ko ang need na nung end is just, you know, a supply for a one-inch pipe. So, definitely, you'll just use mm-hmm. one inch. But then, if you want to supply more, needless to say that they needed just a supply of water with amount of one-inch pipe, you would supply a three-inch pipe because you're just a conduit. You're not the end point. So the more source of water will flow in and you were just a conduit. So the bigger the conduit, the bigger the flow and the more people will be able to address it. But it doesn't mean you'd get to enjoy it because being a conduit, God passes through you through all the water that will be supplies, right? So you just have to thirst and hunger for him and he supplies every need that you have. And there you'll be able to supply also the needs of other men, not just your needs. Sometimes God honors your wants as well, hmm. right? So... Sabi ko nga sa mga anak ko, laging sinasabi ko, always determine what you need from your want. Okay? And then, always in this story, this advice to many. Okay? The most expensive thing that you will buy is buying something that is not your need. Okay? Mm. So, kalimitan tayo. Nako, market yung makita. Buy one, take one. Okay? Uh, 50%. Okay? Wow, look, buy. You know, we need this. And we want this too. We will probably not have this chance to buy this product, you know. But of course, being good stewards, it's also good to buy on discounts. But make sure you did it. You just don't want it. And sometimes your need just becomes too overwhelmed wanting it because it's discounted, you know. So mm-hmm. peso value rin compared to $100 that you're buying that you need to one peso that you just want it and you don't need it. That's the most expensive Thing that you're gonna get engaged to or buy into so uh it takes a lot of uh discipline you know mm. and i think that's what our father always teaches us in heaven uh when we talk about doing business you know it's all about being good stewards mm. Amen. Wow, wonderful stuff, wow. Pastor Roy. We, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, thank you so much, Pastor Roy. Yes, I'm yeah. enjoying this, uh, this time, you know. Yeah, You're not making Kenneth? me cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need, we need you. 
Kenneth, <laughs> you've, you've stayed around even until uh, this part. And uh, we just want to give you the courtesy to ask whatever is in your heart. You know, is, is there anything or anything you want to add before we ask Pastor Roy to pray? Yeah, we'll ask Pastor Roy to, to bless our listeners to bless our viewers to bless us but yeah before that kenneth you have uh, like last words <laughs> <laughs> thank you pastor roy and janina and Gigi. so yeah who doesn't want to you know miss the uh, talk of sir pastor roy i'm so blessed with it no in fact i have seeds with me so i'm planting wow! also <laughs> i have my own garden here you rock <laughs> 60%, in fact, 60% of our food came from our garden. So I have I just wow. bought and it, it really connects with the talk of pastor. Can you read it? it, it what's, what's in the logo here on top? Seeds of hope. Yes. Yeah. Swap na swap. Wow. Yeah, so I think I wanted to go, Juna, you told, uh, you asked me why why did I shift from seafaring industry to finance? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because so far, I just want to relate it before we end. No? Um, okay. uh, I was a seafarer for three years and I'm part of the engineering team. So I'm a graduate of engineering course. Mm-hmm. And uh, well on board, I see lives of good and bad people as well. And mm-hmm. I'm not happy of part of it. A portion of my profession, I'm not happy about it. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a... I know many of our viewers today having hard time. Whatever walks of profession you are right now, you are if you are having a, a hard time, um, my my uh, advice to you is again, yan sinabi ni Pastor Kenya to seek really seek God, and uh, the secret is this: uh, to reap in the hard uh, to reap in the hard times. No, you need to mm-hmm. sow. And so yes. very connected to mm-hmm. my pastor, which is the. Uh, you need to put seeds in, especially in yourself. So what I did, I stopped. I stopped boarding the ship. And ito yung ano ni Lord, takot pa ako. It's because nasanay na ako sa malaking sahod. Now, for everyone, mm. uh, you know naman, becoming a seafarer is uh, good money. So mm. when I was just 19 years old, I'm earning around 50,000 already. And sabi ko, huwi wow. ako sa Pilipinas, magkano na kayo sahod ko? And true enough, I landed, I, I bought, Here's the thing. Here's when you listen to God. Um, when you listen to God, God will going to bless you as well. And mm. ni, uh, I was crying with the Lord. Sabi ko, Lord, I'm having a hard time here, too far away from my family. And and what God did is, ito yung pinakapaborito ko message message ni Lord sa akin is that if God if God will going to bless you, I've uh, been na bless ni Lord where you are right now, where you are right now. Um, if God bless me on board, I don't think so that God will not going to bless me. Mm. So, mm-hmm. The same yes. God. Kasi same God lang naman eh, that I will be serving on board or here in the Philippines. So I took it as a uh, promise from God. And and guess what? God uh, opened doors. So I closed the uh, I closed the door of uh, becoming a successful engineer on board. And then God opens the window of opportunities, which is when you look at the house, mas maraming windows kaysa door. So, <laughs> uh, mm, wow. Uh, but that leads me into uh, uh, that leads me into businesses, uh, construction business, and yeah, I become a registered financial planner. Eventually, I become manager with uh, 
film life. So that's how I shift. But I studied that. Um, I like what Pastor Roy said that you have to really invest on the right things. So what I did, uh, what I did with my money, uh, the money that I saved from on board ship. Because every time I go go down from ship, I almost save eighty percent of what I earn. So mm. I save it all, save it all, and then that gives me the opportunity to uh, study again and then start up a business. And eventually, God bless it. Uh, I I couldn't imagine how faithful God with my life. So. I, I just want to highlight what Pastor Roy said about sowing. Uh, the best time to sow is if you are if you are having a hard time today, this is the best time to sow. Um, Amen. Wow, wonderful. It's the best time to sow. So invest. Uh, you have to sow. Because in God's economy, there's no such thing as recession. Yes. Wow, beautiful. <laughs> so, uh, I think that, that that's all. So yeah, um, God is gracious to the pe- to His people who obey. Amen. Yes, Amen. Wow, thanks, Kenneth. Uh, words of wisdom okay. again from such a young person. Okay, as if I'm not young, no. <laughs> okay, faster. <laughs> <Very young. laughs> yeah, we've come to the to the end, but before we we wrap everything up uh, and i know our viewers would love this like i would love to have you pray over us right now you know, um yeah the heart of the father especially in this time of of uh, pandemic let's pray for a breakthrough huh? yeah all right so again uh thank you very much for having me here uh one voice radio it's just a privilege for this uh inaugural broadcast that you're having um <laughs> let me leave uh probably two uh, insights from the Bible. One is from Luke 11, um, verses 10. And it says, For everyone who goes on asking receives, and he who goes on seeking finds, and to him who continues knocking, the door will be open. And following that verse, in verse 13, So if even though you are bad, know how to give your children gifts that are good, how much more will the Father give you the Holy Spirit from heaven to those who keep asking? So number one key, we need to keep asking, we need to keep knocking, and we need to keep seeking. And he's promised that he would do such a wonderful thing, but we need to ask the Holy Spirit to guide us towards that. And lastly, uh, the verse I'd like to share is also uh, with regards to uh, Matthew or Matthew chapter 9, verse 17. And it talks about the new wine and the new wine skin. And it says that no one patches an old coat with a piece of unshrunk cloth because the patch tears away from the coat and leaves a worse hole. Nor do people put new wine in old wine skins. If they do, the skin bursts, the wine spills, and the wine skins are ruined. So, no, they pour new wine into freshly prepared wine skin, and this way both are preserved, right? So all of us are thinking right now, especially those who are engaged in business. Um, so what do we do? Keep asking, keep knocking, mm. and keep seeking. Our Father is going to release through His Holy Spirit, just like we, know, we have to finish celebrating Pentecost. And His heart is for us not to be orphaned. That's why He gave the Holy Spirit, who is our guide, who is our mentor, who is our counselor, and is our teacher. He will tell us what to do next when we keep on asking, seeking, and you know, uh, knocking. The next Let's always think of being a new wine skin. We cannot expect, you know, a new wine poured in a new wine skin. 
Uh, that's true, and we have learned that. But the problem is we sometimes think, anyway, we could always work on the old wine. So I don't mm. have to change the old wine skin. But no, remember, there's always a new ma- wine that God is pouring in this season. So let us be excited. Mm. But we need to be transforming our mindset. You know, change from hopelessness to hope. And even though you're not ready, equipped to do something new, ask the Lord. He's bringing up something new. We just have to see it to His Spirit. And that this season, He is going to prepare us to be a new wine skin in a, for His pouring a new wine. So let us be ready. And I would say this, mabuhay ang bansang Pilipino at pagpalain ang bansa natin. Wala nang ibang magmamahal kundi tayo mga Pilipino. So let me end with a prayer. And I hope that those uh, verses encourage us for this season. So let me pray. So Father, I bless everyone who's listening, um, starting from Janina, Gigi, Kenneth, and all of those uh, in backstage just doing all of this recording. We pray may the heart of the Father be upon all of us, that knowing it's all about intimacy. And when we think about what we're going to do now and the future, it's all about you doing it through us. And that brings us so much excitement and when we put that in a standstill, you said a word, be still and know that I am God. And we recognize you in the season, you are our God and you are our Father. And you're going to do great and mighty things like what Jesus has said. Greater things that you would do than this when I go to the Father. So let this be a season of greater things to happen to all of us. Let us see greater things happen before our eyes. That those things that we have walked by faith, this is the season we will see them by sight. Because the Lord didn't say that we will not see them by sight. We just have to begin it and start it by walking in faith. And I know that a lot of us have walked by faith. But in this season of pandemic, this is a season of breakthrough. And I speak that spirit of breakthrough upon you by the Mm. power of the Holy Spirit, with the love of the Father, and the fullness of the work that Jesus has done on the cross. That we will all now be able to see by sight those things that we walk by faith. And before this generation, I speak, Lord, life, mabuhay. That when we speak life, that you promise for us to have life that is full and abundant. Sa Tagalog nga, sa gana at kasiyasiya. So he doesn't want us to receive it. He wants us to enjoy it and to be able to share it. May God bless us all with wisdom. Which seed that we need to take care of, we need to plant, and need to have, have that uh, perseverance to continue to run the race, finish it, even though we don't get the gold medal, but we get to finish with such spiritual stamina and enjoy with the rest of the people waiting for us to finish and say, glory to God, I have done my best, I've finished the race, and I give the glory to God to enjoy the glory with the people like you. Also, to run the race with me. Also, to plant seeds with me. So, like what Paul said, I water, Apollo is the one who planted, but God makes an increase. Whatever God has put in your heart, I pray that God will allow other people to water it, but God also will do the increase in this season. May God bless you and everything that you have purpose to do in this season. With words of abundance, God has given you the capacity to produce wealth. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. And amen. 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 Mabuhay. Mabuhay. Thank you so much, Pastor Roy. Thank you so much, Joseph. 
Yeah, Kenneth. Wow. So we've come to the, the end of our episode. So, ha, guys, viewers, ah, we hope you've enjoyed. So, again, no, One Voice Radio is the broadcast arm of One Voice Magazine, which you can easily find online at onevoicemagazine.com. And so we just had our interview with Pastor Roy Carandang and Kenneth mm -hmm. Duenas. Wonderful stuff. So One Voice Radio, in partnership with UCAP Radio, is streaming on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash onevoicemagazine, and on our website onevoicemagazine.com. You can find us on Instagram, instagram.com slash onevoicemagazine, and on YouTube, youtube.com slash whatmaginc. We also have a group page on Facebook where we share what God is doing in our lives and in society. We invite you to be a part of it. Now, I have to say this. One Voice Magazine and radio are very open to partnerships, huh? organizations, companies, and churches. If you'd like to know more about how to partner with us, please get in touch with us by emailing info at onevoicemagazine.com. Um, you know, the, the, the partners of One Voice right now, don't worry, I am going to <laughs> sit down with you soon. But yes, for those who are like, who, who have just um, discovered One Voice magazine now and you want to partner with us, yes, send us an email at info at onevoicemagazine.com and we will definitely get in touch with you. Okay, now um, One Voice is currently run by donations and if you want to to um, if you want to give, if you want to sow into a project like this, you can do so. You know, we are on PayPal. So there's give at onevoicemagazine.com. Uh, there's uh, paypal.me slash onevoicemagazine. Anyway, it's going to come out on the banner. We'll have it um, placed there so you can see exactly what uh, it is, uh, how to uh, sow into One Voice. Okay. And so, wow, Gigi. We are done. <laughs> yes, we're done. And thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. We invite you again next week as we tackle the breakthrough in identity. Yes, and that's such yes. a big another one. exciting, yeah, another exciting episode. So once again, this is G and Antonina. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, we are so busog, no? Gigi. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh God bless you. We are uh saying goodbye now. Again, One Voice Magazine, where you find stories of hope, unity, and transformation. Transformation. Okay. Bye guys. Bye bye. See God you bless. next week. Friday again, three o'clock in the afternoon. Bye bye. <laughs>